Now, what about the lingo? What are some terms or some phrases one might hear in the city of Detroit right about now? Uh, what up, though? For sure, that's. But everybody in my city say what up though What's happening what up what it do that's for sure But everybody in my city say what up though What up What up though everybody it's your girl Jess G And it's your girl Tashi And we're back with another episode of the What Up Though Podcast Shabuya Thank you, live studio audience. Thank you, thank you. You're too kind. You are just oh, stop, 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 (laughs) stop. Please sit down. Sit down. Everybody relax. Relax. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) What up, though, y'all? We back with another episode. Of the What Up No Podcast. Of the What Up No Podcast. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. What's up, friend? What you been up to? Nothing. You did what's up to something. What did you do? We had a great time. We had a shit talking <laughs> session about <laughs> niggas. <laughs> I didn't say what kind yeah. of niggas. Just niggas. We had a good little event session. We had a, a event session that, last night over dinner. That is what a girl's night is all about. That is a true girl's <laughs> night. Where if we even... I'm glad it wasn't no black man in there. Because they... Get out of my face. They might have felt the wrath man. of these four women. Yeah. Especially the primary three. Man. Which was me, my, me, Tashi, and Brittany. Man. Shout out to Brittany. <laughs> we had a great time. Um, I feel like, much better. I can do this once a week. <laughs> I need this at least every two weeks. <laughs> I could really go for go for talking this about life and these niggas. Uh, I'm like hmm, that would have made for some good content. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to pay for that. Yeah. Um, what else? Did, I think that was pretty much it. We're prepping Next, for our Valentine's our, Day. Our Valentine's Day. So we'll have that Our annual, and we're going to maybe do a get ready with me. We're gonna try prayerfully. I bought a wig, <laughs> so hmm. is that gonna be your first time wearing it? Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely. Tashi's gonna it. put it on. Are you getting ready? Are you getting ready over here? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I gotta make sure my dad can get Kennedy, but. Um, yeah. Damn, I gotta make sure somebody can get Noel too. I forgot about her. <sighs> Damn kids, wish they could drive them. Watch each other. <laughs> Why do you mean? What do you mean you can't drive yet, bro? Bro, Kennedy gonna be first in line to get her goddamn driver's license. I need to go suck up to your dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> you think you can? He likes her. You think you can drive <laughs> Noel too? Please. Um. Uh yeah so. Hopefully we got some more content coming to We definitely been slacking, but mm-hmm. I feel like to... next weekend we're gonna end up doing something too. Oh yeah. With all the stuff going on. Uh, we're just bad at pulling our phones out to record it. Yeah, we really be living in the moment. Uh, which so is a good thing. Need be, we need a uh cameraman. You hot? Yeah. I told you I was hot. I took a shot on the empty stomach. Pull those pants down. <laughs> um <laughs> it is. It's so, yeah, we're going to jump right into it. It is Black History Month. Woo-woo. Happy Black History Month. Black uh, Future Month. That's what I think we should call it. Black Future Month. The history is important, but the future? The future? I feel like every on. year I still learn something new about Black. Like, Bro, the clip I, we have today, I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I feel like people are definitely coming out their bag with uh with the goods. On what what's real about Black History Month? TikTok is really a savior. Yeah, because my attention span—that's just right for in my general, right? Yeah, but you can you can tell, teach me something in under a minute. Wow, and I retain it. I'm I'll like, never I saw something it. about this on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Save it, pull it right back up. Um, all right, so we got a clip from. So there's like a thing. We should actually have a lot of these this month. I might have two next time. 
But it's like one of those things where they started off and they're like, okay, tell me something. Like, stitch this and tell me something about Black History. So I'm about to play it. It's about superstition. Black History Month, we're going to start it off strong. Stitch this video with a Black History fact. Okay, so, you know how they say a lot of our superstitions come from slavery? The reason being splitting the pole the reason why black people don't split the pole especially during the slave auctions and things of that nature when especially when sh- slaves will come off the ship there will be two lines and if you split and the pole will separate the lines if you split the pole on either side you know times out of ten was not sold to the same plantation i.e family separation Two, the fist bump that we do that was a sign in the army for black soldiers the military, excuse me, not the army, whatever, um, that they would have each other's back and protection against their fellow white soldiers because they were also fighting the enemy that America had, but then their white soldiers would kill them in their sleep. So they would take turns watching each other to make sure that they stayed alive. Last, That's crazy. Yeah. Because how we fighting the same war and you kill me? Oh, Lord. We're fighting the same war, but you're fighting with your enemies. And why are you killing me when we're the stronger ones? You will think you don't want me on your side. <laughs> you would think that you They should have been killing them first. Yeah. Yeah. If anything. One thing. So, I've been listening to the Reed podcast, and then we can get into our superstition. I, and um, I forgot the girl name, but I guess it's a black woman who does, like, goes viral for doing like portraits with her hair Mm -hmm. and she did a portrait of jk rowling Mm -hmm. (laughs) and apparently uh jk rowling is very like transphobic and i don't really know but and like doesn't support gay rights and stuff like that um so uh chris crystal made a really good point about how black people try so hard to appease white people and do right by white people and they would they don't do that for us yeah but that's just what that made me think of like oh i'm gonna go and fight this war for america and the same people you fighting the war with (laughs) is literally killing you and we supposed to be on the same damn team Mm -hmm. and even though we even though you know we're both women and we should be having equal rights and women's rights you know why do we? Why do black people feel the need to go the extra mile to like appease white appease people. a white person? Because yeah. how many white people do you see doing that? How many white people have you seen acknowledge Black History Month? Mm. Not a lot. You never see Not white people posting like, "Oh yeah, Happy Black History Month." Here's a Black History fact. It just be the extra extra woke white people, and they they few and far and I in clearly don't follow them. I, yeah, I know I know a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. I listen. The I haven't met some. The only white people that I am friends with is Miss Megan, who is married to a black man, and Kendall, who is not only married to a black man but lives in Ghana. I think she Got lives me. in Africa somewhere, and they're having an African baby. She don't even. She has completely left the United States. And went to live. And herself into the black culture more than we have. Literally. And is a teacher at an African school. Mm. So, they're the only two white people I really know, for real. I feel like living in... (laughs) Well, being in Belleville, I was on the swim team. And I've seen so many different type of white people. I am sweating. I am, too. (laughs) My feel right here. It's sweat. I don't know if you want to. It's kind of gross. It's a very... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, is it loud, though? No. Okay. It was the rum guys. <laughs> or something. Um Yeah, I I feel like I've encountered so many different type of white people like working at all these damn jobs. I didn't encounter so many people and honestly all the people well not all the people I've encountered, but I've encountered a lot of white people who are so willing to learn. Mm. Like that's the difference between like people feeling like they know shit about black people and they want to know mm. how you feel about the black experience. Plus, I feel like I got a decent radar because of my Nina cuz my Nina didn't fuck did not fuck around. And she was a white lady. She didn't fuck around with nobody saying <laughs> shit. <laughs> Shout out to Nina. She? <laughs> Rest your soul. Because golly, she was not fucking playing 
with no white people. She'd be like, you thought I was one of them? You thought you could say that shit to me because I'm white? I feel like yo, Nina could pass as a very light lady. If she Hell no. Nah, that lady was red. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was quite pale. She was She was, she was albino. Pale. It was just the way she... <laughs> she didn't even act like... She was very like... She acted like a white person, but it was just like she was so defensive about because it was just it was so basic to her. Like it was like this just don't make sense that y'all act like this about black people. Mm -hmm. Like what the fuck is the point? Yeah, it's crazy that I really just it's crazy that white people have. No, I wrote a whole paper about my Nina about uh, like racism in Canada. Hmm. I'm gonna have to find that. It's just crazy to me how like. I don't know, like I just don't as a black as a black woman, I don't get the I don't get the hate. Cause mm-hmm. I can't say that I hate white people. I don't hate white people. I'm not really around any. But I think that's the big difference between me and all the people I'm around. Is I'm not I don't have the same feelings about most like a majority of white people to me no, don't feel like I'll take like that, that back. I was around them up until post school age do you feel like because you were around we, ones that were like do you feel like you met a no, lot of people who were really like trying to be engulfed in your experience or do you feel like you were around racist white people it's hard to separate because uh, i went to college so from literally preschool up until you graduated graduated college, college you're clearly around white people all unless the you time went to HBCU. unless you went to an hbcu <laughs> And then with work, you're clearly around white people all the time. But um, but once you get to a point after school, after you graduated and no longer in school, you no longer have to socialize mm. with white people. Mm. And I don't really social, not like on purpose, like, oh, I don't fuck with white people. Mm-hmm. I just only have a couple, literally, like I said, Miss Megan, and I haven't seen Kendall in years, because she lives in Africa, mm-hmm. but I just, in my personal circles, there's just really no white people around. And, and I do then wor- And working yeah. from home, yeah. I've been working from home for You're not three socializing years with now. nobody for So, again, I work my bosses are white mm-hmm. however i'm not around if i can go days without being around white people so i feel like after the pandemic there's definitely a shift because you can you aren't leaving your house for days so then you just kind of yep. really only get engulfed around your own people but i just don't understand how white people like the same white kid in belleville that had the black kids in their classroom. We all in the same classroom. So how can those same people from preschool to postgraduate mm-hmm. hate black people? Because mm-hmm. you've been around black people mm-hmm. up until you were 21, 22. Right. Same with me. Like, that's why I'm like, I don't have a hate. But I just don't understand, like, how other people can hate right. like black people been around <laughs> yeah we've been and we we've been here for hundreds of years so why is it still this hate i don't get it yeah it doesn't make sense like you going out of your way to hate that's exactly what it is and that's what make it feel so crazy like why what what is the point because there was no point from the beginning like y'all were really mad y'all were just trying to control something that you here go what would that be? Why is it still a thing? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Because yeah. black people are supposed to just forget about slavery and forget how bad white people treated us, but it's still so much hate on the white people end. Like it's just like, oh, black people can get along with white people fine. Yeah, but you, you still have some. That's why I can't get mad at people at black people who be like, no, nah, I don't fuck with white people. Cause what's the why is that frowned upon when it's so many white people that don't fuck with well, black people? Well, it's just such a. I feel like white people treat it like such a secret too, and that's what. Well, some of them. <laughs> that's what me and my Nina used to talk about. She said that in Canada, people always assumed 
that there wasn't any racism and it was just secret. Like it wasn't as open as it is here. Mm. But people now I feel like are just so much more ballsy, but I feel like they ballsy on both ends. Like to me, I've experienced so many white people who absolutely want to know more and want to be helpful and want to like know about our experience. I just feel like that's not my responsibility to make you. Hell no, it's not your responsibility, but your responsibility is whatever it is that you make it. Like, it doesn't have to be a responsibility, but if someone is a friend, I feel like there's nothing wrong with with giving somebody, like, a piece of the experience. It don't mean that you're sitting down lecturing them, mm-hmm. but I feel like if somebody has a question or, like, they can really come to you, you know, honestly about something, like, that could change the whole way that they look at something. And I don't really feel like there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't feel like it's our job to have to teach teach them what they they should and could know. But some people were not raised to around people down, who were accepting. To me, it come down to right and wrong. And if you see something, say it. Mm-hmm. If you feel like somebody's getting... To me, that's more important than us having a, a talk about why you can't touch my hair. But it's not even to just me, about it's not touching your hair. It's about you, you being able to have the information that you know to realize that somebody is being discriminated against because sometimes you don't know like you it's so normal to them to like their parents act like that so when you were raised around people who act that way i feel like you know sometimes you reteach i'm reteaching myself a lot of shit right now but i feel like sometimes they are they they don't understand like basic shit of why you shouldn't come up to a person and touch them that should be any person. I feel like that's just cultural, though. Because I feel like white people are like that. Maybe. I kind of feel like black people are like that to each other. Like, I could come and touch your hair if I wanted to. I Not a stranger. Yeah, hell no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You would but be- people be... I feel like they be thinking this shit is more friendly than it is. And it's not like that. Like, we're not friends because we're co-workers. We're not, we not homegirls because we, we know each other at work. I think a lot of that is cultural differences and they just be feeling like they got a friend and bitch you're not my friend. <laughs> I I really spoiler alert fast forward if you didn't watch you people. You people did a really good job of capturing what white people think black people want to see and hear. They did what so before I left um U of M they had us do this training called um implicit bias training and it was about all the things it was it was really like it was on point because it was it was basically saying like all the things like the assumptions that we make about people based on their race the assumptions that we make about people that we don't realize that we're making based on their race because we're so used to doing it like because it's like how we act about like middle eastern people like i feel like i have a bias against middle eastern men like i assume that they're they usually are rude they're not that respectful in certain to, parts to women. And the people we hire. They don't be giving factual. a fuck. But they were the same way in the medical field. Like they were demanding. They were mm-hmm. well I know this doctor. I know this person. So I can. My aunt worked at the water company. Same experience with them. Mm-hmm. They're entitled. She had somebody who was coming and banging on her. Remember I told you about that? Somebody banging oh, on her yeah, door. Yeah. A Middle Eastern person. Entitled. You feel entitled to shit. But now we're looking at all of them like that. We've had that experience so many times. That could be the case in most cases, but these people are also evolving too. Because mm-hmm. there was pe- there are people who I know who aren't necessarily... Sometimes they just need a good check-in. Like, <laughs> you're not going to talk to me like that. You might talk to your people like that, but you're not going to talk to me like that. And I feel like people do the same thing with black people. Like... It's kind of hard when you've, you've been around mostly that type of person. We do the same shit with white people. We assume that their feelings are a certain kind of way or they act a certain kind of way. And sometimes don't give them the opportunity to really show us what it is because our assumption is already biased of them. Like, And it's not, I feel like that's just embedded in us. But that's what you people was. Like the mom, mm-hmm. she was very much like, oh, I'm just, I just want to know this. Like, mm-hmm. I assume that I know this about you and this is what you want to talk about. Girl, no, you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm so respectful of people who are so willing to learn. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's the biggest piece of it. Like, if you want to know. I feel like there's nothing wrong with, I with just showing don't somebody. But 
I just don't understand how white people can assume so much of black people and we don't treat them like that. Mm-hmm. We're a friend. We can go into a Walmart and go about our day in a random prime example. Was that Hungry Howie's? Older white lady was in front of me and she was like, oh, wow, it's a lot of people in here. I'm like, yeah, this is strange. It's a random weekday. Everybody's getting me and her can have a dialogue. She started the dialogue without me assuming anything about her being an old racist white lady. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we had a small conversation about the weather and how cold it was and kids having to stand at the bus stop. Right. Mm -hmm. How come I cannot make any assumptions about her and she's a a rarity for an old white lady to make a conversation with me, have a conversation with me and not have any assumptions. But then you got this group of white people in general that just have a general assumption of a of a black person. Well, it's easier for you to have that, too, because you experience white people. You experience your boss. They experience, you experience me them on too. A, but they, they might not have that experience on a regular basis. And you weren't necessarily raised in a household that was brought up to look at white people the way that a lot of black people do. My dad, Molly, racist. Everybody but, dad. Well, my dad's not Molly racist. <laughs> but most of the black people in my, my family, especially My dad, me. well, he's not Molly racist because... He works for a large company and he has he, them experiences where he interacts too. with all kinds of people exactly all day. Point. However, at home because he meets both kind of people. So he also probably knows it's that they a style both flex. You know how to act in front. You know how to act but in front of white. A people. lot of white people don't have that. Well, a lot of white figure. <laughs> why do we have? Why do you I'm not, not have, saying to we have to style flex? I'm not they saying we have to. to. I'm saying they don't have a finesse that we do. Yeah, and, but and I don't understand why they don't. Because their parents were raised by the fucking slave owners. Like what? <sighs> so they're trying to figure it out. And I don't really have a problem with trying to help this next generation get their shit together. Especially if you're going to be out here procreating. I feel like our kids are going to be okay. But I feel like our generation is still this thing of white people being white. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I'm just a little more accepting because I came from white people. But I also, my white people, my white family... Are racist. I say all the time to <laughs> so, people. I got. I didn't get talked about by white people in school. I got talked about by black niggas, people me in too. school. Same. So it's just like I look at black people a little worse most of the time than I do well, uh, white people because white people don't be talking shit about me. And I get, but that niggas too. do. Even but and I, still will. But and also people experiences are just different. Me and uh, Courtney had the same. I'm still working at the company she worked at. Her experience with our bosses is completely different mm. to mine. And for a long time, we was like, oh, maybe it's because we're black. We're black and we're women. And then it's just like, well, my experience hasn't been like that. But I... At it the, might just be you as a person. It, it just... I, Some people times, just don't mesh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I can truly say, like... Her experiences with our bosses is not mine. And until I had to interact with them on the level I do, it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, it's because we're black, because we're this, because we're that. But then when you see a shift and just be like, oh, well, that hasn't been my experience. It's like, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because we were black, but maybe over time shit changed. I don't know. Yeah. Um, What do you have any superstitions? Um, my grandma is so superstitious. When I was pregnant, she told me I couldn't watch nothing ugly. Like scary movies. Is that a black superstition? I feel like it is. Well, anything that my grandma told me, I feel like it's a black superstition. (laughs) Who told her? (laughs) Probably my great, probably her mama. But she told me, uh, she told me, I remember I went to my, my friend at the time, her granddad died while I was pregnant and I went to the funeral and I I remember, like, coming in. I mean, I was also kind of... I didn't tell her I was coming. I just came to support, and I, like, sat in the back. But she was like, you can't go to her funeral while you're pregnant. Mm. I'm I like, well, to, what if somebody important died while you're pregnant? I went to a funeral while I was pregnant. Yeah, I went to... And I went me, to two. And 
I think just one, and it was a point in the funeral where me and Jeremiah was cracking up. <laughs> I don't think, I think my that might have been one of the first funerals I actually, like, laughed at. But this guy went to sing a song. Oh, God. OMG. I was weak as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even hold it in. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. I'm laughing at this person singing, but... That shit was funny. I just be wondering who who picked the people to sing at the funeral because. Um, so I had so my uh, don't split the pole. I feel like that was like I didn't really know about that until like middle school or high school. Like my friends would be like, "Don't split the pole." I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> so I be I be trying to tell Kennedy don't split the pole, and I didn't even know what why. I'm just like you. Right. I literally pull her on this side, Hell yeah. and um. I remember walking home from somewhere we were when we were standing in the city and the kids that we were with split the poles the whole way home when we got home it was a raccoon on the porch. Like a baby raccoon. So And they had to call the people the <laughs> try to come get it. Um my aunt and my dad was real big on you can't sweep their feet. I don't mm. think I ever looked I don't know what that's supposed to be. I don't know what the superstition so about salt is. Don't but... come near my goddamn feet with no broom. Cause yeah. I swept my dad's feet once and that nigga basically was about to swing on me. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, I'd be tripping, so I don't really know what that was. Cause one that means. one is something about death. I Maybe. think like it's either something about death or something have about Have you money. heard the one that uh you should have had two people braiding in your hair? Yep. I don't, and the youngest one gonna yeah. die. Oh my god, I'm that's what I that. heard. But when you have you seen people get their hair braided in Africa? If I ever go to Africa, they're gonna braid my hair. Hell yeah! But they it be like five, six people, and they it's literally sixty five dollars. I just watched a TikTok, and she had long knotless braids like to her ass, sixty five dollars. Girl, I you said it took like that, two, three that hours. That makes it worth it. Well, the yeah, whole yeah. trip. I'm like, right damn, do I need to go to Africa to get my hair? Girl, braided? and I will. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep them braids in for four months. I'll go back. Sixty five dollars. Golly, that's cheap. I'm trying to think of what it is. So they say that sleeping around people or in front of them has also been known to cause a person bad luck. Mm. I think the idea here is that you're sweeping away their good energy or sweeping them away. Bro, my aunt Tam basically cussed me out one time. Other sweeping superstitions include don't sweep out a house on Fridays while I vacuum my house every Friday. That's crazy. Don't sweep out a house on New Year's Day. If you sleep under a sick person's bed, you'll get bad luck. If you sleep under someone's feet, they will never marry. If you move, don't bring the old broom with you or it'll bring bad luck. Mm. Never step over a broom, even if you have to cross over it to pick it up. Some people place a broom across the door, especially on Halloween, to keep witches from entering the house. This is ridiculous in my appointment because (laughs) witches will already know that stepping over a broom brings bad luck. Hmm. Well, there was a man who was courting two sisters. When he would go to visit them, he noticed that when one sister swept the floor, she would put the broom away with the bristles up. The other sister would put it away with the bristles down. The man chose the sister who soared the broom with the bristles up because that kept the broom from wearing out and showed her tendency towards frugality. Huh? Being cheap. Being frugal. We're not going to start on that. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, golly. Happy Black History Month. So we'll do some. I'm going to do a thing. We're going to do a. Um, something with Black History for the rest of the month. I want to know what other people's superstitions are because I feel like Jamila probably got a few too because our grandma. That's what my grandma is superstitious. We're going to make a post. What are your superstitions? What are your superstitions that you still believe? They got the one about the salt and I don't remember what it even is. Like if I do it, I don't remember. Something about is like it knocking it over salt. your shoulder. Or like something? if you knock it over, you gotta throw it over your shoulder or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I probably be doing all types of shit that would piss my ancestors off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Happy. That was our Black History Month whoop, kickoff. Whoop. All right. Next. Next. Doop, 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 doop. Being a friend who does know a lot about what's going on in a relationship. Mm. I don't like your boyfriend no more. At all. I don't. At and all. quite frankly, I can't stand to look at him. <laughs> Every time he come around. So I don't bring him around. I don't want to show up to the function. What do you mean you're inviting your man? Mm. Yes. No, oh actually goodness. not. Well, I'm just not going to come. No, because it, it does get like that. No, it you does. You forgave your man. I didn't. I didn't. 
I no, love him. I remember when he called mm. you stupid and crazy that and all part. those things. Right. You might have got over that, but I didn't. Right. Exactly. No, absolutely not. Now he needs to respect you and talk to you the right way mm. because now, because I feel like personally he mad. called me this and you haven't apologized to me yet. <laughs> but I, but I do think it really is important to be very mindful of what you tell your friends. Yes. Because in all seriousness, like without, without all jokes. It does take a toll on your friends, especially when you take them back. Because now I'm mad at you for taking them back. Being a friend. Sorry, I didn't really do an intro to that, but <laughs> y'all get the point. Um, Speak hmm. on a friend. I, as I get older, you know, my thing is you, as Janae would say, you're going to do what you want to do. So why should I be mad? at yo nigga when you not mad at your nigga no more like that just kind of doesn't make sense to me and we all know that we're in relationships where it's just differences of opinion so to me it's just not even worth like holding the grudge over a nigga that you gonna still have anyway mm-hmm. like what's the what's the point of me being mad if you're not mad anymore mm-hmm. i think that we should be able to vent to our friends about our nigga, just like we do about our kids. You're not going to look at the kid. I don't love Noe any less <laughs> because she, she crazy as hell. I'd be like, God damn, Noe, what the fuck is wrong with you? You, was, you crazy. <laughs> Why you had them dying in your mouth, girl? You crazy. And then you like, uh, so you I come was, over like, get away from me, Noah. But I think, I think it's just really going to put people that listen to this that do feel that way, including you. Uh, yeah, I am. I don't person. look at you know, your kid any less or feel a way about your kid when they do crazy shit. Your family, eh, side eye, but I'm not going to treat them mm-hmm. like I know all of their burnt shit that they be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, parents, I'm still going to be respectful. I mean, it's never a situation where I fuck with y'all like that anyway to be around y'all all the time anyway so i can i can listen to the complaining just and not treat them differently i guess i just just like with our parents i'm not gonna be like oh fuck you benjamin (laughs) fuck you tashi's brothers like I'm not going to do that. So yeah. I don't understand. And you're not going to do that when it comes to my parents, when mm-hmm. they piss me off and my kids or whoever. So I don't understand why when it comes to a nigga, why it's a, a different energy. Yeah. Well, I feel like a man is somebody who you choose to have in your life. Like, you know, our parents, our children, we can't pick them niggas. Um, a man is somebody you choose to have in your life and I am definitely somebody who I'm very defensive about my friends like my nigga can't talk shit about my friends we not gonna do that like if I say something about my friend and it's like oh yeah you right she is being a bitch it's like okay yeah Mm -hmm. but you can't come to me and be like that bitch Jess whoa 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 now cause now you the bitch who the fuck are you talking about (laughs) don't talk about my friend like that but I feel like I'm able to be I'm able to be cordial. I think it's just more so like I'm not going to be myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna just be. It's gonna be. Hey, like but I'll I, acknowledge your presence if my friend's still acknowledging your presence. I but. think that's where we differ too, because I'm not, I'm not gonna give you a reason to even have any thing to say. What you mean? Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk to your nigga like that. For him to have an opinion on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> regarding well, I mean, me. Even if it's just cordial, but even if it's not regarding you, y'all could be having a, you know, a conversation. It could just be, you know, on a regular basis. Like, if you come over here and wait for me to get ready. Or if I go over there and I'm waiting for you to get ready and we get into a casual conversation that's not even shit personal. It might just be, okay, I don't really want to engage in conversation with you for real. Like, I'll acknowledge you here. It can be a hello. But outside of that, we don't got shit to talk about because I'm not in a friendly place with you mm-hmm. where I want to sit and have a full conversation knowing how you be acting. Mm-hmm. But for me, I feel like that's about as far as it go. I'm not going to come over cussing your nigga out because I know at the end of the day, that just caused more problems. Mm-hmm. Like... That's not going to fix nothing. And he don't give a fuck about how I feel about you or about him. I'm not in a relationship with you. 
The feeling is mutual. Exactly. That nigga probably don't fuck with me just as much as I don't fuck with him. But that's that'd be my whole thing. Like, let's not sit in and play and try to have fake ass conversations. And oh, how have you been? And how the kid? No, we don't need to do that. Hello and goodbye. Hello, I'm here for my friend. I'm going to sit on my phone for this 10, 15 minutes that I'm waiting for her. I might even wait in the car. I'll speak when I see you, but it don't need to be a big, it's definitely not like a big rah-rah, like, oh, me and you got it out because why the fuck would you do that to my friend if y'all cool? That don't make sense. I think that, I don't know. I feel like I haven't been in a situation where there's, to me, been anything that bad to where my friends would... (laughs) I and that's that's the thing too. Like I haven't really I can only think of one guy where I feel like they did my friend bold as fuck. But at the end of the day, if that friend is still choosing to allow that nigga to be in her life in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. I just kinda feel like, well, why what I gotta be mad what for? What I gotta be mad for. Do you like, feel the same way about like abuse? I haven't had that experience, so I can't necessarily say, but Mm -hmm. I feel like my friends know me well enough. Like, just don't put me in that situation. Mm -hmm. Like, don't put me in a situation to where I'm around your abusive ass nigga (laughs) that you come crying to me to with a black eye. Like, I would, and honestly, I know myself well enough to ask, well, is your... I can wait in the car, like you said. So mm-hmm. there's no point in even being cordial mm-hmm. at that point if I really just don't agree with him on that level. Yeah. So I just don't. I just feel like I'm just not gonna engage at all. Engage at all. But I feel like that's the point that they're talking about. Like, nah, I don't fuck with your nigga. Cause now nah, I know that nigga. Now nah, you well, in there? Think, I'm waiting for you to cover up your black eye. Well, to me, it, to me, they weren't really necessarily speaking on the uh, abuse. To me, that's a whole different level. Like you need. I to, mean, I feel like it's uh, levels to abuse too. Because you I could be talking, talking about your nigga who said "fuck you." She said talking about your nigga who said "fuck you" and you this and you that. Right. That's verbal abuse. Yeah, that's still abuse just because that nigga not black in your eye. Mm-hmm. That's that's a level of. Yeah, like your friend forgave that shit, but I can't. It would be the same thing if one of your friends called you all types of bitches the same way that you feel about my friend who treated me like shit. If one of your friends, another person who you were choosing to be in your life, verbally abused you and you told me about it, I'm looking at them. But I still was cordial enough and still formed something for us to connect on while Mm -hmm. y'all were still friends. I'm not going to put you still know that there's I still know something there. I'm not going to put you in a position to where you feel like you're uncomfortable to being around that person based off of what uh, based off of our shit. Mm-hmm. So that that to me is just the I know how to I just feel like I know how to still be cordial to a point. Now, once y'all stop being friends or the relationship has ended, mm-hmm. yeah, f- fuck, fuck that you. nigga forever. <laughs> but while they're still in your life, I'm still going to be respectable of the situation. And I know when you want to hear it and when you don't. So it's just like, I'm not going to give you a hard time about it and be like, oh yeah, leave that nigga now. You need to get out. Blah. No, that I'm don't not, do nothing anymore. I'm not going to do that. That shit don't when it When it ends on your terms, how you want, how like you're fed up and you finally end it, I, who am I to say to tell you like, oh yeah, be single. Like that shit is just great. <laughs> be single and I have no nigga around. <laughs> be lonely at night. Like you don't want that. So if somebody's giving you some type of whatever relationship in a a physical situation who am i to tell you to stop Mm -hmm. oh yeah stop fucking with that nigga because that it doesn't affect me either way yeah i think that's a a bigger part of it too though is like when your friends are stressing you out to the point that you are losing sleep Mm -hmm. because you're stressed out about their shit Mm -hmm. because i've been there too and that that will really have you hating everybody. <laughs> like, right. all of y'all, you're dumb as fuck for dealing with the shit. And this nigga crazy as hell for doing it. But, but I, both of y'all I, crazy. But you should be able to tell your friend, like... Don't fucking talk to me about this shit. 
not necessarily to me if i'm in a mood to where it may not be directed towards you Mm -hmm. i'm just not gonna answer the phone like it's no point in me even trying to engage in that moment if i just feel like mentally i'm not up to it Mm -hmm. and i'll just be like oh you know I'm chilling. I'll I'll call you later. Yeah, I, and think I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Like I think that's the thing about when you're younger too. I feel like you're a little more dependent on your friends. For sure. When you're younger, as you get older and you start really dealing with your own shit, it's definitely a different feeling, and it's easier to just be like, yeah, I gotta remove myself from this because mm-hmm. I I don't have the capacity for it. Like you got your own stuff going on. When you're younger, your friends are like mm-hmm. everything that you got going on. And for me, it's not even remove yourself from it forever. For me, it's just like, just not today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I may just need a, a day or a couple of days to just, like, not hear about you and your shit. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, too. And maybe maybe it worked out better for you for me not to answer the phone in that moment. By that time, for y'all to, might be made up. For you to just, talk again. Yes. And <laughs> I've had to check myself on not... Uh, venting in the moment a lot of times because mm-hmm. literally literally yesterday i was like mad in the moment and i called and you was on the phone and then by the by the time i left it was a completely different tone mm-hmm. like shit changes so fast especially when you're in the same house it's just like oh well yeah and i think it's it really just, important uh, to still involve your friends too though. i think it's still important i don't i'm not saying like in the middle of your of all your shit yeah but i feel like it is important to have other people kind of at least like see something that you're not gonna see it. yeah to see pieces of it though because sometimes you get so engulfed in your relationship that you also your mind don't necessarily be how it's supposed to be because mm-hmm. people will have you brainwashed like imagine being locked in the house with your nigga constantly like the way that your mind start working because mm-hmm. it, it might not be your thoughts that you thinking no more so sometimes you need your friends to kind of kind of measure that out like okay yeah we're going like even this this playing field here but I don't feel like it's necessarily like your friends don't need to know absolutely everything. That's not. Of course not. But it is. I feel like it's healthy to have some, especially when you can relate. Like when you get out and see like, oh, all these niggas doing this. Sometimes (laughs) you really have to just talk shit out. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's our current generation. I feel like our parents. I know my mama. Who knows what my parents endured during their marriage. But I know my mama wasn't talking to her to really her nobody because my mom never had like a group of friends for real. Mm-hmm. Maybe her sister, I don't know. But I've never seen, I've never seen my mom talk about my dad outside of in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely different as to how our parents' generation dealt with it compared. I to mean, us. and they also are married, right? And that changes stuff too, because when you dating, you still auditioning. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we not stuck in my this. my cousin and my friend, best friend that's married. Like I couldn't tell you what the hell going on mm-hmm. in their relationship at all. But that's pretty much what they tell you. Like don't involve people in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to get through that shit together. I mean, I don't know how. I'm not married, clearly, so I don't know how I would do that never I mean nothing. I feel like it's certain stuff that you still I feel like it's the same thing though. I feel like stuff has to be resolved like you have to figure out a way to resolve everything and I don't think it's nothing wrong with like you know talking to your friends about it but I feel like unless it's something you absolutely can't come to a resolve on figure it out first mm-hmm. like try to figure it out first maybe talk it like talk to your friends about it later especially if you got other married friends because they might have been there and that might be something that, and everything you got to take it with a grain of salt. Like, what scares me about marriage, Michelle Obama, she, I didn't watch it, I planned on it. She had did, um, I think something on Netflix with like Kelly Rowland and mm-hmm. a few other people. Yeah, I saw that. And she had said, like, she didn't like her husband for 10 years. But she said it was the 10 years they had kids, and I can relate. 10 years. And I don't. I, I don't like nobody with my kid getting like on my nerves. I can't imagine being with someone that I be ready to leave after ten minutes. 
Because I'm literally Same. just like, I, can't, I don't want to have this conversation. And I can appreciate kind of sometimes how Chris makes me have conversations that I don't want to have. Mm-hmm. Because in that one conversation, I walked away to my room at least four times or in the kitchen because I don't want to have it. And he's like, we should be able to have these difficult conversations. Like, it's not always great, funny conversations. And I don't want to have them. I avoid, I don't like conflict. I don't like conflict either. I do not want to have conflict. And that's why I'm so defensive. Mm -hmm. Because what do you mean you're about to tell me something you don't like about me? (laughs) Bitch, what? Everyone loves me. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? What you mean you don't like this about me? Everyone likes me. Everybody likes me but you. This be me. This is such a it's problem for everybody. Only a problem for you. You're in the first house like you're in the So maybe it's you, nigga. It's you. Nobody else has ever said this about me. Well, ain't nobody else living with me neither. So <laughs> But I be defensive as fuck. Because what do you mean? What do you mean you don't like that? I just don't like people trying to make me feel talk about my feelings. But I feel like I don't usually have nobody. The biggest complaint that I've had from people that I date is that I don't talk about shit. Like, I don't talk about what's wrong with me. But I feel like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when I tell you what's wrong? And I feel like I just never... I don't know. I never was dating anybody who was, like, so willing to fix stuff. Like, okay, well, what's the problem? Like, let's figure out what the fuck the problem is. Mm-hmm. When you date people who are, like, you the problem. Like, why do you have a problem? What's wrong with you? You always have something wrong with you. You're not as willing to to go out on a limb and be like, well, I don't really like this. And also just realizing, like, yourself with your friends is not yourself with your nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, he, they're listening... They're dealing with you on a whole different level. So, yeah, you know, your friends don't complain about this part about you or have because they don't see that part of you. Yeah, that's true. Because you are you're absolutely a whole different person. A whole you, different person. Then you are the uh, your friends. And um, I feel like your friends sometimes see the really ugly, ugly parts of you, too. But it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Like the ugly person you are to your friends is not the ugly person you are to your dude. Mm. And a lot of times your friends have been there longer. Like they they used to stuff too, but the stakes are different. You're not gonna marry your friend most of the time. Do you feel like you've gotten better at um uh, not hating the the man that your friends deal with? Or not really? Yeah. I mean I feel like I'm better at like not feeling like I have to say anything but like i saw my friend x the other day who did her i caught that nigga cheating on her and he lied to her and like basically called me a liar and i've never fucked with him but i've seen him since then and i didn't fuck with him then like nigga we not kicking but i saw him the other day and i had the urge to punch that nigga in the back of the neck but i didn't i was cool i was nice i didn't speak though because bitch we not cool but I didn't say nothing. I've never felt I feel like, like that's growth on my part. I've never felt like I had to be friends with my friends, men. Mm-hmm. But I would prefer to have like something. Like Not some kind of rapport. Some type of rapport. Yeah. To where if we were in a dark closet <laughs> without that person. Yeah. We can get along and have something to talk about. I really feel like the only person I have that with uh, currently is Adria's husband. Mm. Like, granted, me and Phil aren't friends, but Mm -hmm. we've been in spaces together without Adria, and it wasn't weird. Like, we went to um, the J. Cole concert because she didn't want to go. We've been, I've been with the two of them kind of as a third wheel to like a wedding, Mm -hmm. and it's not weird or awkward. So I, that's what, that's my preferred thing. Like, I know you well, I have my own relationship with you to where we could hold a conversation or be together outside of right. my friend right. uh, without it being weird. 
But we don't have to be friends. <laughs> we don't have no, to. No, we like, don't have to be friends outside. I mean, and I feel like that's best. Yeah. We don't have to be friends outside of my friend, but I feel like if we all at the barbecue or we all at a function, we should be able to have a basic conversation about the weather or what's been going on. You've been good. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And it not be like weird or tense or awkward or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's fair. But I don't feel like, nigga, we don't need to be best friends because that ain't doing shit but causing problems in the end anyway. Right. And I also don't, again, being involved or knowing about the recession from your friend point of view, I also said I'll never get, and I just said this before on the podcast, I don't want to be friends with both of y'all. And y'all both telling me stuff about each other. No, been there. It's too messy. Yeah, I can't be in that. that. It's, it, it's too messy. Then they put you in the middle. Then they be, you feeling like you got to pick a side. And how dare you pick the wrong side? Like, no. Nope. Nope. Been there. Done that. Never doing yeah. it again. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Get somebody else to do it. No, thank you. Um, I think we covered that. I'm trying to find a good scenario because I forgot about this part. We can always rely on six brown chicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can. No. For old times. For old times. <laughs> I feel like I had saved a one from six brown chicks. Lord, six brown chicks be stressing me out. Stressing me. Okay. Because why y'all be acting like that? This week's six brown chicks. Oh, they got, like, videos now? Well, I can't play that one. It's been a while. (laughs) I settled for Jamisha. She's not my type. I've cheated several times, and I wanted to get caught. I asked her to move in with me because I needed her to help with rent. Last month, she moved out without paying rent. She said she wasn't feeling me. I'm not okay. I miss her. Advice. See, that's what the fuck I be talking about. This, this, This is what I be talking about. Advice on what? How you to settled. get Jamisha back. You settled, honey. Niggas don't know what they got until it's gone. That part. You gonna miss me. I think men don't. Also, men don't take rejection well. So, it was just like, it was cool when I didn't want you like that. But now you don't want me like that? What you mean? Because all of a sudden, you're looking real good. Because you don't, uh, you're not attracted to me. And that you know that's my biggest pet peeve about men. That is my biggest pet peeve about mm-hmm. men. That has been my biggest pet peeve about dating since I started dating. Is why the fuck do you only fuck with me when I don't fuck with you? Why is that when your interest peaks when I'm not fucking with you? Why do I have to be a bitch to you for you to act like you like me? For you to do right. That shit drops. Oh, that grinds my that gears. That grinds my gears. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> I told my boyfriend that I'm pregnant. Suddenly, we were just messing around. And why would I bring a kid into this? I'm 34 and my husband... Hold on. Oh, hell. This just took a turn. (laughs) My husband is older and had a vasectomy, so I can't blame this baby on him. This is my only shot at motherhood. Boyfriend demands I abort. Bitch, you don't have no boyfriend because you was married. How was... What? Well, I know somebody who has a boyfriend and is married. Ooh. What? Oh, shit. Yeah. But. But they obviously are still very much involved. Very much so. Girl, if you want to be a mama that bad, then. Right. You got to be honest. If you want the baby, then you're going to have to. Be a single mother. Or see if your husband will accept that shit. tell, Tell your husband you cheated. And you're pregnant, and it sounds like she don't know if she wants to still be married or not. That's step one. Decide whether or not you want to be married to your husband mm-hmm. or be a mother. Because it may not be a situation where you can have both. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to stay with your husband and remain married, then you're going to have to abort that shit. Yeah. yeah. If you want to... Be a mom. I don't. Oh, she's thirty four. Well, he already and had a vasectomy, so he probably got kids already. I wonder if they have any together. Um, but yeah, so you just gonna have to make that decision. Good luck. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know what decision you should <laughs> make, but that's that's my uh, opinion on that. I've dated White Rob, a startup rapper, for a year. His manager Why, calls Rob? me barren because I refuse to get pregnant without marriage. He said Rob needs a black girlfriend and baby for street cred, and he'll get married one day, but it may not be to you. Rob says ignore him. Thoughts? First of all, White Rob and his manager can go to hell. Can go to hell. However, nigga, get Bitch, another you, manager. Why are you like, even... Uh, involved in this conversation like what is even happening here um, he'll get married one day but it may not be with you <laughs> I mean do white Rob want to marry you like it's only been a year it sounds like white Rob don't have no opinions why do you want to have a baby and we've only been together a year I say I say don't do it please don't do it it's having kids is ghetto Having That's kids fuck. and not being married, more ghetto. Shit, sometimes having, having kids, kids and being married, married can be ghetto, but not as ghetto as if you're not married. Because at least it's legally binding. The so, nigga ain't gonna take care of this baby too. At least some of the, most of the time, you know, you got some help. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have right, white rod baby. First of all, <laughs> why are you dating a white rapper named mm-hmm. White Rob? That's really always sure. weird when they use it, call themselves white. Because what is he doing? I hopefully he got another job. Fucking weird. Let's see. Look, there's more. One more. After I got caught having an affair, my husband, eleven years, got a realistic sex doll. He says it's not cheating, but we haven't been intimate in a year. He bought clothes and wigs for it, so. I seduced him, but he couldn't perform. I've been replaced in my own house. Help. Mm. Killed a doll. You got to make a statement. I behead that bitch. Damn. And cut the coochie out. I mean, clearly there's an attraction issue. Um, She's going to be murdered. There's no way. I think y'all just need to have a bigger conversation on why he doesn't Oh, well, she had an affair. So. Ew. So now he's having an affair every day. He clearly looks at her different because she cheated. So. Damn, he couldn't perform. Fuck. I think that y'all need some type of therapy. But I say that to a lot of y'all and I have not been to therapy. However, do as I say, not as I do. I think that y'all need some kind of therapy because. The issue with sex is that you cheated on him. So, y'all got to figure that out first. Mm-hmm. Why did you Cause have an affair in your marriage? And he healing with the dog. And you, unfortunately, you're going to have to be would patient. You, would you rather a nigga heal and keep fucking a dog or cheat on you back? I feel like that shit weird as hell. Yeah, the dog shit is weird. <laughs> I can't. Like him having a toy yeah. is one thing, but a dial, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, where is the dial? And the corner propped up? Is it looking at me while right. I see? Right, exactly. I don't like scary movies. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, uh, y'all definitely got bigger problems that led to the dial. So, y'all got to figure that shit out and see if there's a way for you to build the the trust and intimacy back. But you can't be mad that... He doesn't want to have sex with you after you cheated. Like, I feel like that's a normal reaction. You broke our vows. Sex Mm. doll kind of extreme. But I can understand why. Um, But yeah, they got bigger problems. Bigger fish to fry. Before they even get to the intimacy part. Therapy. Therapy. All right. You got a gem of the week? Oh yeah, I posted it. Aaliyah, more than a woman. More than a woman. More than you living. Ooh, that's she a good her, one. She put her foot. Aaliyah put her foot into more than a woman. I said I'll be. I remember my little cousin. There's a part in a video mm-hmm. where she got a towel and she doing it like through her leg. Like she's like she's like dancing with it. Like it's like a dance prop. And my little cousin came in. <laughs> 
went to the bathroom and got a whole bunch of tissue and she's trying to do the choreography and my mom like put that goddamn tissue back don't now, be wasting tissue bro I that tissue shit ain't no joke <laughs> I'd be like no well four pieces four squares count them <laughs> Uh, mine is Sabotage by Wale and Lloyd. Mm. My God, nice and sabotage. Man, I feel like Wale, well, I don't know if Wale fell off, but Wale in college was great. Hell yeah. He even put out an EP a couple years ago that was really good. And I was like, put out visuals for it and he never did. I remember that. What is on your arm? It's red. Where? It's probably for me leaning on light skin people problems. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Someone hit you? Um, thanks for tuning in, guys, to another episode of the What Up Doe podcast. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The recording stopped a couple times, so okay. I'm not really sure if this is an hour. Hopefully, it doesn't I feel sound like choppy. it's That's close, about an hour, maybe. Um, make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. We did. If you're in Philadelphia, not sure how many listeners we have, put up a, um, what's it called? Uh, um, flyer. I'm not looking for that term. Uh, um, Read my mind. Well, I feel like I don't have the word either. What is it when you're giving something a away? Giveaway. A giveaway. A lie. Giving something away. <laughs> a giveaway. <laughs> but that wasn't the word I was thinking of, but we're going to use it. A raffle. Yes. We have a raffle. A raffle. To Hype's live show. Free ticket. If you're in the Philadelphia area, all you got to do is tag three friends and like our page and like Hype's page. Like, it's very easy. If you already like both the page, then just tag three people. Mm -hmm. And on Valentine's Day, you will get a free ticket to Hype's live show. Hype always looking out. So even though we're not going, the least we can do is buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. The least mm-hmm. we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so look out for that on the page. Uh, we're going to be discussing Patreon today. 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 And it's not going to be a lot of money. Like, no more than $5. Y'all got $5. Y'all got $5. got $5. Please. <laughs> Y'all got $5. So be on the look for the Patreon link. And, yeah. What up, though? What up, though? Bye.